Moines Radio Group station and home of ESPN Radio. This is 1350 ESPN. Simulcasting on 102.1 FM. Des Moines Sports Leader. He's going to go deep. And I mean deep. And I mean touchdowns! Live from the Horizon Event Center studio, it's time to go deep with your host, Tariq. Only on 1350 ESPN. Said I'm going to be a legend now. Go deep. Welcome to Go Deep. I'm your host, Tyreek. Joined here with my producer, Frenchie. Of course, it is snowing again in Iowa. Uh, it feels like just Thursday mornings. It's very disrespectful when we have to get in here early on Thursday mornings, but uh, we made it. Today on the show, I got Drake Bulldogs head coach, Coach DeVries, joining us. My Bulldogs are now, you hear that, Frenchie? My Bulldogs. Uh, I've been on them for a while now. My Bulldogs are now 21-2 and two as they come down the final stretch of the regu- regular season. Uh, big win against you and I, a win that they should have had, but those are the games you usually get caught slipping on. So props to them and coach uh, with the Mar- March Madness tournament in their sights. Uh, let's take you back to late December when I told you I felt something special about this year's team. Something going on in that locker room, something going on with that coach, something about the chemistry with that team. I think they're what, 6-0 and back then, Frenchie? Maybe 8-0 at most. Maybe 8-0 at most. Now 21-2. and And man... Put your money up, folks. The Drake Bulldogs might be the best team in Iowa. Huh? Huh? Well, with the fan fade or fan fade going on for Iowa right now. They're fading away quick. That step back is nasty for the Hawkeyes. We'll probably talk about that later. Uh, But it's been 12 or 13 years. That is the Drake Bulldogs uh, taking you back to 2008. Uh, So we'll get Coach's thoughts coming off that big win in OT against Loyola last last Sunday. Uh, Or was that last Sunday? They lost on Saturday. Uh, And then you and I last night. Uh, also on the program, we got Katie Dietz with Ch- Children's Variety. I think they might have changed their name to Variety, Variety, the Children's Charity. It used to be Children's Variety of Iowa. I'll check with Katie on what the official name is. Uh, they also have a telethon coming up on ABC5 March 1st through 6th. So we'll talk with her, figure out how we can donate, donate how we can help, uh, you know, because Tyreek loved the kids. So, uh, of course, the big O returns with comedian Dante Powell. D3 and th- 3 with Frenchie. We got Tavian Banks joining us in the first hour. He actually wants to wake up early to medicine last night, uh, the former NFL scat back. Of course, we'll open up the phone lines to you at the bottom of this hour and the next hour, 515-244-1350. 244-1350. We'll remind you throughout the program. Uh, but first, headlines. I don't know if Frenchie saw this, but his boy Tim Tebow has officially retired from the game of baseball. The 2007 Heisman Trophy winner was a double-A all-star in 2018. Then he moved up to the triple-A the next year where he got dragged the rest of his baseball career. Uh, Tebow says he feels called in other directions and never wants to partially be in anything. I don't know if that's a reference to the church or he's going to pop up in the uh, MLS Soccer League next season. I, where's he headed, Frenchie? Man, I don't know. I just know that I love having him on the SEC Network. He's great, great commentator, like yeah. a Tony Romo almost. And it's still, in my opinion, arguably the greatest college quarterback of all time. Uh, you wouldn't call him a system quarterback? You wouldn't say if uh, he played for anyone else, he may not have had those yards? He was a great quarterback. I, let me stop messing around. Tebow, Tebow was the man. Um, bigger than his quarterback status was his brand. You yeah. know, he was never the greatest quarterback in the NFL, but his brand haunted other quarterbacks. Remember when he went to the Jets? Sanchez couldn't get away from that brand. ESPN then was there for like three weeks of training camp. Why would they be at the Jet? Would they ever be seen at the Jets training camp now? Man, man, I still feel bad for Tebow. I think he got the short end of the stick in the NFL. You know, gets a great playoff win. He was never going to be a great quarterback, but he could have been a Taysom Hill type weapon given the right coach, and he just never got the right situation. He, he was a leader and he was a winner, so he could have. Been- 
somewhere and probably pulled off a playoff win uh, with that team like he did with Denver, but somewhere else. Uh, but he was uh, eventually he was going to get murdered in the NFL. So, and I think he knew that, too. And he he had other opportunities to play other positions. But he back. So good for him for sticking to his guy. Uh, but, uh, you know, baseball didn't work out the way I think he thought it would. But he stuck around for six years. And I'll say this. I think he was still more successful than Michael Jordan was. Yeah. Yeah. But Michael Jordan went back to basketball and became successful again in basketball. You think Tebow's coming back to football? No, but there's a difference. <laughs> yeah. Tebow was a decent quarterback. Michael Jordan is still arguably the greatest the basketball player of all time. The GOAT. Uh, in sadder news, though, uh, my guy, Vincent Jackson, unexpectedly passed this week in a Tampa area hotel room. Uh, sheriffs do not re- suspect any foul play. Reports suggest possibly alcoholism and concussion issues as a possible reason. Uh, something is odd up here, though, and I, I can't really figure it out. A couple days ago when it happened, the sheriff was making a statement talking about Vincent's life as in, if he knew him personally, and then uh, he did mention that he knew him throughout events around Tampa. Uh, but you have the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office saying they were close friends with Vincent due to many community events and charities. Uh, they're making statements about his life and family. And he, the sheriff was even doing a radio interview yesterday uh, stating the autopsy would be available in a few days. Uh, Hillsborough, Hillsborough Medical Office uh, apparently heard that interview and responded saying that's incorrect information provided by the sheriff's office and autopsy may take a few months pending tests. Then you have his family making a statement last night saying the sheriff's office does not speak for us. Uh, what we know is Vincent Jackson was staying at a Homewood Suites hotel, not the nicest hotel I've seen, but weekly rates uh, for the past month with his wife and kid, four kids living at home in the same area. Uh, so obviously something was up there, but none of our business uh, until it becomes our business. Uh, I think the story has some legs, though. We are going to hear some odd updates over the upcoming weeks, especially with this sheriff doing radio interviews, uh, a NFL football player in this county who happened to do charity events. I don't care how close you are. Th- there's a crossing the line when you're the investigative sheriff and you're making statements on radio interviews about this person before the family makes a statement. What? Isn't that is that illegal somewhere? He's just trying to get some clout. He, he's got his clout. We're talking about him, Sheriff. Uh, you know, if you can answer your phone calls, we, we want to talk to you. I would love to learn more about Vincent Jackson. Actually, that dude was a beast. Uh, San Diego Chargers, um, a lot of touchdowns from Rivers. And he also helped Mike Evans become a pro. You know, yeah. they went out and got him when they drafted Mike Evans, one to pull some attention off of Mike and for that locker room aspect. So I, I got to imagine a lot of the Buccaneers players are kind of confused and hurt right now as well. Man, I hated when the Chiefs would play the Chargers. You knew you already had to deal with Lady Tomlinson. You knew you had to deal with Antonio Gates. And you've also got a Pro Bowl wide receiver in Vincent Jackson. And, you know, we talked to it was a, a couple rough days for the Chiefs after the Super Bowl, losing Marty Schottenheimer and uh, Tobias Taylor, one of their top reporters. Yep. But now the Chargers having lost Schottenheimer and Vincent Jackson, who was part yeah. of those Schottenheimer-led teams. Yep, and that, that you know, Arians connection as well with Tampa. Uh, but... Uh, just something in the story feels like the sheriff knows more than he's saying, but he wants to give hints to point other directions uh, or he's trying to hide something. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like we're at the start of a, a weird documentary. Uh, so keep your eyes on that. We'll, we'll keep you updated as much as we can uh, on some slightly possibly brighter news. Uh, Pedro or the Padres signed Fernando Tatis Jr. to a 14, $340 million. Uh, MLB is just getting ridiculous by the way. $340 million over 14 years. And the sad part is it looks like Tatis is getting the bad side of this deal. Why are we signing players for 14 years? Have we not watched these 10 plus year contracts in ugly by every time? Even when Pujols, 
you know, good for Pujols at that point because he was at the end of his career. But what what are we doing here? I get you want to lock him in, but you know every three to four years things are going to change regardless. You know, whether it's a us Iowa State extending Campbell every year for another six years until we can no longer up his buyout or giving a young player 22 years old. So if he actually stayed till he's 36 years old and made $340 million, 22 years old in San Diego with $340 million coming your way, what's the first thing you're buying? What are you, where are you headed? Uh, my parents, a house. Okay, good for you. And then prostitutes. Um, no. <laughs> I mean... Have you been? I'd I'd be at the top of the hill in Dana Point. That you'd see my house driving by. You know, you on the on the PCH. You would see my house at the top of the hill. You'd see my parents' house. Uh, you'd see my escort's house or my wife's house, whoever. Uh, but it's that's a lot of money for a young kid. I feel like he's going to get himself in some trouble. And the amazing thing is, he left a lot of money on the table. Fourteen years for three hundred forty. If my math is correct, it's about twenty five million a year. And you consider $25 million was a lot of money when Alex Rodriguez signed his 10-year deal 17 years ago. I'd take $25 million today, and you I know. would never hear from me again. I'd be but on, when you're Mykonos. playing on the same level of people that are going to be making $35 million this year, oh, he's yeah. going to make less money per year than Eric Hosmer does with the Padres. Uh, he's going to make more money, though, over his career, over this deal, than half of his players on his team made in their career. And so there's going to be some... He's gonna have to. This is a lot of pressure now. He had, he had a great great start to his career. Great season last. Uh, he's fun to watch. He's gonna sell tickets. So I get why they're doing it. Uh, but that's a lot of pressure. Yes, he's losing money, but the that's a. I guess I'm just afraid of commitment. You know, I don't I don't like tattoos. I don't like uh, you know. I'm not married. I just I commitment gives me anxiety. It just seems like way too much when I'm 22 years old. I, when I was 22, I didn't want to look forward three months. So 14 years seems like a lot. Uh, but congrats to him and congrats to the Padres. I mean, San Diego fans, you're gonna have some some fun in the next uh, next couple years. I, I I give it four years, but we'll we'll, we'll check five and see where he's at. I think one of the big things too is that this you know obviously gets them through pretty much his entire career. But the biggest thing is it also gets them through arbitration, so he can't command more than that twenty five million. Yeah. Yep. They're they're sitting in a good spot and they knew what they're doing. And, you know, his agent thinks, he. I mean, his agent's just looking at 15%, 20%. So he, he doesn't care. But I, I think there could have been a better deal out there for him. Or or wait. Sign three years and wait. You'll make that money. Yeah, You're playing yeah. that, you know, he that He could rate. have easily signed a three-year, $100 million extension and yep. then look for more money. But you know what? Baseball contracts are paid. Yep, they so, are. So good for him. 340 could, mil. He could tear his ACL tomorrow and never be the same player again. They're still going to owe him $340 million for the next 14 years. Oh, yeah. He's at, he's at PB right now in Diego, just flaunting, shirt off, having a good time. Uh, so congrats to him. Uh, coach DeVries, head coach of the Drake Bulldogs, will join us at the top of the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, did you know his brother, Jared DeVries, attended University of Iowa and played for the Detroit Lions uh, over a decade? And he still holds the uh, Hawkeyes team record for quarterback career sacks uh, with 43 and tackles for loss with 79. And I, I even talked to uh, Tavian Banks. I texted Tavian the other day and said, hey, didn't you play with this guy? You're old. Uh, he said, yeah, he was a beast, country guy, big teddy bear. But when he got on the field, he uh, he he did damage. So we'll ask Savian later about uh, Jared DeVries. But Coach DeVries will join us, the Drake Bulldogs head coach. Uh, he'll join us at the top of the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, maybe we can get Tavian also to break how easy or hard it was to get away with using banned substances in college and the NFL. We kind of touched on it last week when we were talking about uh, Megacron. Uh, but... 
Tavian mentioned, uh, and he didn't say it on air, he mentioned it in text that, hey, I can give you some real good stories. So let's see if he can share with everyone these really good stories of how you beat a and uh and nfl unless you're a superstar maybe i was gonna say how you beat a test be the best player yeah yeah unless you're a superstar nfl scatbacks can be any test they want uh of course i got the big o with comedian dante powell coming up uh next hour uh but first i got katie deets with the variety children's variety of iowa and i think their name now is the variety children it's called variety children's charity the children's charity we'll check with katie how it goes uh but they got a telethon coming up march 1st through 6th i want her to share with them uh some ways that we can us you can donate be a part of and help the children out uh this is go deep i'm your host tyreek welcome back to go deep with your host tyreek live in event center studios Still to come, we got NF, former NFL scat back Tavian Banks joining us with the bank on the statement here in about 30 minutes. And uh, Drake Bulldogs head coach DeVries, I think it's Darian or Darren. I, I'll have to ask him how I say his first name. But Coach DeVries will join us at the top of the 10 o'clock hour as well, along with, or I'm sorry, he's actually joining us in about 17 minutes. Is that right? Okay, French, you got me up. We're moving it around, moving around. But first, I got Katie Dietz here with Variety, the children's charity, joining us. How you doing, Katie? I'm doing well. Did Thanks I say it right me. that time? You did say it right. Children's Variety of Iowa. I don't think so, but, you know, I've not been around uh, 47 years, so I can't confirm or deny. So we at least know you're not 47 years old. What do you do with the uh, with the Children's Charity, with Variety? I serve on the Young Variety Board. So it's a group of young professionals and uh, 20 to 30-year-olds supporting the Variety Mission. Cool. Uh, how, how long have you been with them? I've been on the board almost a year now. What exactly is the Variety, the Children's Charity? Uh, Variety is a charity that's dedicated to improving the lives of children, uh, children here in Iowa, so children who are underprivileged, at risk, critically ill, or living with special needs. Uh, We support in a variety of focus areas like specialized mobility bikes, um, grant programs for other charities, Variety Star Playgrounds, um, just a number of ways that we try to help children and families here in Iowa. Cool. And when I work with the ops, I won't say their names, but we used to do a uh, radiothon with you guys. Uh, you guys are very active throughout the year in your fundraising and it's very creative almost. Uh, I know I've done things at Americana before where raise money for you guys. Uh, but coming up March 1st through 6th, you have a telethon. That's correct. Where, where can um, we find a telethon and how do we donate? The website is varietyiowa.com. Uh, we're also going to be pivoting this year. So the telethon would be um, aired live uh, through a couple days. But since, you know, COVID and all things, we've had to pivot like many other uh, companies and organizations, and ABC5 is still going to air um, some special segments throughout March 1st and March 6th, um, kind of showing and showcasing the, the things that Variety does and have some special guests on, and should be a lot of fun. And some good stories so we can get to know these kids. Really yeah. Connect. Uh, what, what, what's the website where we can go donate and learn more about you guys? VarietyIowa.com. And is there a phone number that when during the telethon, I know it'll be flashing across the screen, but is there one I can put out there now? I don't know if they've listed the exact number for the telethon week yet. Okay. Um, 
but I'm sure if people tune in to, you know, local ABC5 and CW26, that that information will be available beginning of March. What other uh, events do you guys do throughout the year? Uh, lots of fun stuff, you know. <laughs> There's uh, big events that we do um, for young variety and also um, the main variety board, things like uh, Black Tie Gala, you know, the telethon. There's um, the Principal Charity Classic, so variety along with other organizations benefit from the Principal Charity Classic uh, event. Uh, and the big one, I think, is Polo on the Green. There's a ranch that they do, you know, divot stomping and a polo match and all that kind of fun stuff. There's polo in Iowa? <laughs> there is. Wow. Shockingly. Learn something new it's, every it's really day. Unique. It, it used to be by my house. In Norwalk? Yeah, there was. there's a polo place out there. Wow. I guess I've never had enough money to have a horse to go looking for a polo game. So, <laughs> uh, one day goals. Uh, are you a sports fan, Katie? I like to watch the sports balls, but sports balls. I can't say. <laughs> if I, I said, know much. If I said Cyclones or Hawkeyes, what would you respond? Go Hawks. Oh, gosh. You've been brainwashed already. She likes the Hawks sports balls more. <laughs> okay, fair enough. If I said uh, Rodgers or Coach Campbell, who would you say? Aaron Rodgers uh, all the way. Do you have NFL teams? <laughs> Uh, I don't have one. Everybody in my family roots for a different team, so I just I take anyone's side who root for them. Nice. Okay. Who's winning? That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing you didn't see your boy Tebow retire from baseball. What do you I know about not. Tebow? Do you know anything besides Tebowing? Um, the name does not sound familiar. Oh, to me. Frenchie would say I he's know the Tim, greatest college quarterback ever. Is that a person? Yes, Tim, Tim Tebow. There you go. <laughs> It's, Frenchie would say he's the greatest college quarterback of all time. I would not agree with that. Uh, but we were talking about what's our... Uh, Frenchie met his fiance on Tinder. Is that right, Frenchie? Yep. Getting married. Congratulations, by the way. I got your uh, save the oh. date, April 10th, April 6th. Wait. April 3rd. Oh, I almost missed it. <laughs> uh, Katie, do you have a go-to dating website, dating app? Uh, I am currently thinking about Bumble. It's been about four years, but I've, you know, in quarantine times, it seems like it'd be cool to meet people. Is there a go-to app for you? Well, thinking about dating makes me want to puke in my Anxiety, mouth. Anxiety, right? Oh, <laughs> I, I have, I have dabbled in some of the apps. I can't say I enjoy them or that I think they're super beneficial from my perspective. Or Never from got my engaged from it? I have not, no. <laughs> Your day's coming. Perhaps, perhaps. Maybe you can show me the way. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out. Have you? So you've tried Tinder? Uh, I have not tried Tinder. <laughs> tried Bumble? I've tried Bumble and I've tried Hinge. Hinge? What, what, what would you suggest? If I had to sign up for one, what would you suggest for me? Mm. I don't know. I guess they're pretty similar unless... Uh, You've heard different. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a dating expert. Yeah, I'm probably I mean, the last person to give any sort of advice. <laughs> and Frenchie's giving horrible advice. He's like, "Oh yeah, just swipe on Tinder, you'll get married." Uh, I don't. I don't think that's how <laughs> Tinder works. But <laughs> I'll try Christian. Mingle I still think the best way to meet people is through friends. You know. I agree. Um, or just out. I through charities, I think is the best way. Then you look yeah, like a good guy. Absolutely. Such as a, t- a telethon. What's a what's the average? You know, if it's our first time donating, what's a average 
donation that you know will actually help something but not going to break the bank on our end is it like a 25 um, to 100 dollar bet uh donation yeah, so there's what they call a miracle pledge $52, which equates to a dollar a week, um, or double miracle pledge is $104, equates to $2 a week for the year. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, so super manageable when you think about it. When you think about just cutting back on a coffee a week or, you know, something, something simple, it seems like, uh, you know, pretty manageable for anybody to, to help out. Yeah, and it just, I mean, throughout, it makes you feel like you're still doing something instead of just giving once and forgetting about them. Uh, and Telethon March 1st through 6th on ABC5. Can you give me the website again? VarietyIowa.com. VarietyIowa.com. Uh, what do you do in your normal life, Katie, as far as work? Just living the dream, you know, being world's most awesome person. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I'm trying to get. Hey, I, was... I have a fun fact yeah. about the Telethon that relates to sports. Yeah, hit, hit me with it. So there was an NFL player who was featured on the telethon, and he was an Oakland Raiders player. Do you have any guesses on who it might have been? Robert Gallery. Cor- in- incorrect. No, Raiders player. Ben Davidson. Ben Davidson? Doesn't ring a bell. Friends, you get to Google. Ben Davidson. Do you, <laughs> do you know the position he plays in that football game? I only know that he was an NFL player. He played for the Oakland Raiders, and he was featured on the telethon. Uh, I got to imagine he probably played at Iowa or... Iowa State, one of the uh, local teams. Um, yes. I, I can tell you that he had one hell of a mustache. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, he's he's up there in, uh, in age there. Well, in he Davis passed there. away in 2012. Okay, Aww. so this was prior to eight years ago? Ben Davidson. Okay. We'll have to highlight. I, I bet he's from IG. I'm looking. Is that the extent of uh, sports children's variety goes? I feel like there's, a, um, there's actually a lot of connections. I can't think of them right now, but you guys have had a lot of endorsements from uh, athletes throughout the years. Yes, yeah. There's there's all kinds of famous people. We've also had B. Arthur from one of the original Golden Girls. Oh, yes. She's featured. Awesome. She came to Iowa? Yeah, yeah. She she was here, and she, she was featured on the show. I don't remember which year, but sometime in the last 47 <laughs> Golden Girls is coming to Disney Plus, and I'm so excited to watch it. Yeah, we need to get uh, Fernando Tatis to uh, donate to the children's rights. Tatis, there we go. Donate. This guy, Katie, uh, plays for the Padres, San Diego Diego Padres, which is a baseball team. Uh, (laughs) He just got a 14-year deal for $340 million at 22 years old. If you're 22, living in San Diego, and just got $340 million, what's the first thing you're buying? Or first thing you're doing? You know? Leaving San Diego, Mykonos, <laughs> Greece, somewhere. I'm, I'm disappearing. I'm turning off my phones. You'll never hear from me again. I only have to play a contract. Baseball money's guaranteed. He could disappear tomorrow, and it's still his money. I hope he gets somebody on his side that gives him some good advice you and know? doesn't spend money unwisely and saves it. And but 22 years it. old. Come on, 340 million dollars at 22 years old. I mean, if Gronk can save money, he didn't touch any of his football money until he retired the first time. He didn't touch any of his football checks, but he also had about $200 million in sponsorship dollars. Yeah, you don't think Tatis is going to get that, too? He's a funny dude. Gronk? Yeah. Yeah, he's a wild child. I would love That's one I guy. Used to, I, would... I used to 
date a guy who watched a lot of um, wrestling, and Gronk was appeared on several of the yes. Raw stuff, or I don't know what that. Yep, WWE. Is. His uh, his buddy. I forget <laughs> his buddy's name. Who used to play football with him is a wrestler still. I think. I can't remember for sure. Yeah, but yeah, Gronk was on a couple of them. Gronk's a wild child. If I could party with uh, any NFL player, would be in that top three list. <laughs> I read an argument today that uh, said Tom Brady convinced Gronk to come out of retirement because he'd get to catch footballs in warm weather in Florida, and they'd shoot cannons for him if he scored. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair enough. That uh, sounds like a good. I know. I'm still stuck on like if I was 22 years old and had 340 million dollars. I would give at least half to the Variety Children or to Variety the Children's Aww, Charity. Yeah. I know, and I'm going to get that name right sooner or later. The uh, Variety Children's Charity of Variety the Children's Charity. It sounds like it should be a Broadway play. Variety <laughs> the Children's Charity. Telethon March 1st through 6th uh, on ABC5. Give me the website one more time, Katie. Varietyiowa.com. Varietyiowa.com. Make sure you donate a dollar a day can change a kid's life. Uh, Variety the Children's Charity. Katie, I appreciate you. Uh, maybe I can get you on in a couple weeks uh, closer to the event, and uh, we'll really push this thing. Back. It's great to talk to you. Yep, appreciate your time. Appreciate the last minute. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. The variety, the children's charity. Uh, we appreciate Katie coming. Check out that telethon March 1st through 6th. Um, your, what you say? Varietyiowa.com? I think so, something like that. Oh, you, come you, on. You had her say it about 15 I, times. I hope you guys wrote it down. Google it variety the children's charity if you missed it check out the podcast or check out the podcast where can they find the podcast frenchy spotify working on apple podcast uh let's work a little french uh faster some people got apple phone uh, not smart people but some people have apple phones and that's how they get their podcasts well they can find it on our facebook page <laughs> at podbean pretty easily uh make sure you like our like our facebook page as well uh let us know how much you hate how much you love uh what is it go deep radio go deep radio on and, twitter and then just go deep on 1350 espn on facebook that's what I'm talking about. You see Mike Tyson was spotted in Des Moines? Yeah, I also heard that he was uh, confused of where he actually was. Ah, he was spotted at Lifetime Fitness and around downtown. Apparently, he's here often, several times a year, because his uh, daughter, daughter's tennis tournaments are around. Uh, and then he does some business deals. Who, who's doing business in town with Mike Tyson that we don't know about? I don't know. Let's find out. What, what, get, get him partnered up with Tyson's Chicken. All of a sudden, you see Mike Tyson opening a new Jethro's. You're like, what? <laughs> what? Where, <laughs> You get him in here for a show, you say something, make him mad, he's going to punch a hole through our door. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with Tyson. Would you uh, Would you take $340 million to go two rounds with Tyson? Um, I wouldn't last two rounds, but I'd let him knock. You know, I get $340 million and a free nap. I'll take it. He, uh, he got paid a lot of money to get knocked <laughs> out by Tyson in, I think, a round and a half. Uh, and then he got paid more money by Pizza Hut to do commercials of a pizza slice knocking him out in eight seconds or whatever it was. I mean, there's benefits to it. I still think he talks with a lisp ever since he's gotten hit by Tyson, but some things are worth the money. He might still be eating good right now. $340 million. I'd run from Tyson for two rounds, at least. You know, I can't run that fast. Uh, that know, long. I think my Achilles can hold up for at least six minutes. Uh, but man, Tyson is a big dude. And I'm one of those dudes that, you know, even if you're friends with Tyson, I think you can't always trust him. You never know when he might just look at you and you see in his eyes like he doesn't recognize you all of a sudden and you're like no my, my favorite Mike no. Tyson moment will still always be the hangover where yep. he does the um I can't remember what song it is oh that, yeah um, that, pl that plays the drum beat and then dum, just dum, punches him out. him out Mike Tyson doesn't get enough still credit for it. his acting skills he, he's a great actor he you know he's acting himself most of the time I want to know if he actually has a tiger that that's yes, my he does he does wow. he actually has a tiger tiger in Vegas 
Uh, and he's a great actor. I would love to see him play Mr. T in like an A-Team reboot again. But just to see him play someone else other than himself, because I, I think he's got acting skills. He, he did pretty well on Hangover. And every, every time you see him pop up, he's that dude. But uh, yeah, Tyson's one dude I would never, like if we're, even if we're walking somewhere, nah, Tyson, you go ahead and walk in front of me. I, I don't ever want him to just... <laughs> lose it go to a second place uh, a dark place and knock me out from behind or in front uh but still to come we got coach devries coming up here after the break actually drake bulldogs head coach now 21 and 2 uh after a win against frenchies you and i last night you you just get the losing team don't worry about it frenchie yeah well i mean i do uh, enjoy the panthers a little bit oh uh, uh, who enjoys the panthers either you went to you and i or you don't care they're starting point guards from my hometown since he was in fourth grade yep fair enough uh has he played well this year He's been pretty good for a freshman. Yeah. Uh, you know, 12 points a game, four assists, 40% from three. He uh, was, I think, third all-time in the history of Iowa in scoring by the time he graduated last year after winning a state title. I might let it slip to Coach DeVries how much I want him to be Iowa State's head coach. Is that is that going to put him in awkward position? Should I wait to the end for that? Or I think it'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be okay. Uh, Coach DeVries coming up after the break. Tavian Banks following him. Dante Powell in the second hour. This is Go Deep. Welcome back to Go Deep. I'm your host, Tyreek. Joined here with Coach DeVries of my Drake Bulldogs. I say my Drake Bulldogs. I'm actually a cyclone, but kind of grown to take you on as my own team since uh, way before these other hosts were jumping on a bandwagon, Coach. Uh, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. Doing we're great. happy to have you. Yeah, <laughs> yep. You know, the more the merrier. It's one of those years, too. You're from Applington, Iowa, correct? Yes. The famed Applington, uh, Parkersburg, High. Uh, produced quite a list of athletes over the years. I'd probably have to go with Brother Jared. I'm probably a lot further down on that list of, of, of names. A lot more people before you get to me. You know, they need to add you to the Wikipedia. I think it's about time, Coach. You're not on there yet as a notable resident or notable from there. Was football ever a uh, a choice for you? Or was it always basketball, seeing that your brother kind of excelled in the football side? Uh, yeah, I played football all the way through. Uh, just basketball was was kind of always uh, something. You know, I was about 155 pounds, so um, there's not a lot of those guys running all field in college. So, yeah, yeah. so maybe, maybe the basketball basketball would be a little better fit for me. Yeah, it worked out, you know. You and I four years, and uh, then got into the coaching on the Creighton side. Um, you spent 17, 18 years with Creighton. You don't see that type of loyalty anymore these days. From either side, honestly. Why do you think it took so long? Well, I think, uh, yeah, I ended up actually, I was there for 20 years. I started a couple of years as a, a grad assistant. And, and, you know, I loved Omaha and the people there. And and uh, was, my family and I really enjoyed it. And so it was, it was more of us just wanting to, to be there until the right opportunity came around, uh, along for us. And, and that was something that, um, you know, we kind of had decided as, as a family with, um, you know, we wanted to stay where we were happy for as long as possible, and we were able to do that for 20 years. And our, our kids didn't have to move around like a lot of kids in our profession do. So yes. uh, I think it was an awesome situation for us. And, and then the right moment came where we got the opportunity here in, in Des Moines to, to coach at Drake, and, and we're excited to be here. And speaking of family, your experience being around Coach McDermott, uh, working with Dougie, I would assume will help prepare you for your son's arrival, Tucker, at Drake. But how did you and pressure of helping your son succeed and create opportunities for the next level while still making sure you're putting the best product on the floor for Drake to succeed? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, having seen how, how uh, Coach McDermott and Doug, uh, you know, were able to 
you know, do it for, for their duration, their four years and how much fun they had, uh, you know, as a father, son, but also as a, um, looking forward to be, uh, you know, a blast, uh, to, to go through experience with them and, and be able to coach them and, and go through the, all the other things that come, um, with college basketball and, and, you know, from road trips, the, the, the trips you take for empty, you know, the, the games and, and practices and, and, uh, I'm looking forward to, it. I'm looking forward to getting the opportunity to, to come beautiful thing when you see the father-son coach connection uh, and player on a team, especially a team that's excelling and, uh, you know, your son's doing great at Waukee right now. Good to see him back on. Uh, coach, you're coming off a great overtime victory against Loyola this past Sunday. I know those close ones, overtime victories are not the best for the heart, uh, but do those type of victories tell you more about your team than the 25 point plus victories or is a win a win? Uh, yeah, I, you take wins any way you can get them. I, I personally prefer winning by 25. Yeah. It's a lot easier on your health yep. the last uh, you know, 10 minutes of a game. But, um, yeah, those are, I mean, those are character builders. Anytime you, you can, you know, you know, especially in the way that one was, that was a, that was a tough game, hard fought game. And, and to rally from 10 down in a game where there's not a lot of points being scored, you know, with eight minutes ago, I think says a lot about the resiliency of, of our group. He is Coach DeVries, Drake Bulldog. See, just so much respect for you as a coach, sir. Um, from players, coaches, old and young, that you do a great job recruiting with all walks of life, uh, no matter the color or financial status. Drake University, unfortunately, hasn't had the best history and publicity when it comes to diversity issues with jokes and rumors of Drake doesn't block for a black quarterback, etc. Uh, but in a year like 2020, how did you approach the inequality topics and social unrest issues with your team? Is that uh, let's not speak about it here or type of vibe, or is it let's put it all on the table and discuss? I talked to him here. You know, I met um, I met with each guy individually about, uh, you know, some things that we can do and we can do better, um, you know, some different things out there where we can have an impact. <clears throat> you know, some of the things we had uh, on the table, unfortunately, with, with COVID, you know, we've, we've had to, you know, kind of, um, you know, put on the back shelf until we can get out there and get in the community more. Um, you know, with mentoring type stuff and things. So um, those are things that, you know, as a group, um, you know, I, I think will be, um, you know, important for us to make sure that we, we follow through and we get those opportunities to get out. Man, and you guys have done such a great job this season bouncing back from COVID issues or just, you know, working through all the nonsense and noise that has happened in the last year and a half. Uh, back in December, I kind of said, you know, I feel like this team is legit. This coach is legit. These players are playing together. There's something going on in that locker room. And I felt like back then that people weren't going to give you that respect to play Brother Iowa, however they want to call it, this year. Uh, but I almost feel like you're in a tougher year the way you guys are playing some of these back-to-back -back, uh, teams. But were you a fan of the Big Four tournaments at Wells Fargo Arena? Do you believe they'll eventually return, or is that done with? You think? Yeah, from our perspective, we loved it. Um, I think it was you know fun for fans of, of all the four schools and, yep. and the state itself uh, to have you know all the all the schools and in one building on, on a day to, to play those games. And, you know, we'd love to see it come back. I, I don't know, you know, where, where that sits, um, you know, whether that how realistic that is, but um, you know, we certainly enjoyed it from our standpoint and, and um, you know, have a lot of respect for the schools in the state, Iowa, Iowa state, you and I, and, and uh, you know, the programs they all have. And uh, so we'd love to get the opportunity to, to compete on the same floor uh, with all four of us again. He is coach DeVries, Drake Bulldogs. Man, and you guys are, uh, you know, so close to the end of the season and taking it to that next step, uh, remnant eight season. But uh, it's been since, since it's happened here for Drake and Des Moines. How do you keep your your team head down, just focusing on that next game, not getting too anxious about what could be? I think 
think they're excited about the challenge they have been all year, and that's um, you know something we we just continue to to lay it out to them and, and give them hey, here's here's what it is, guys, and and this is what we need to do to get there, and um, use that as our motivation. And um, you know, I know they do a great job of of keeping it in that one game at a time perspective uh, of knowing, you know, at our level, you know, you know, you have to be, you know, really pretty consistent. So you can't have very many off nights, uh, just the of, you know, where we're at. And, and uh, our guys have done that. I, I think they've really competed hard every night. Uh, you know, we've had some challenges with you know, the way the schedule's set up for us to, you know, get all these games in and, and playing the back-to-backs and midweek games on top of that. And um, it's been hard, but our, our guys have, have really taken on um, the mentality of, of, of no excuses. Let's just, uh, you know, go compete and, and we'll, we'll live with the outcome as long as we go do that. Coach DeVries, head coach of the Drake Bulldogs, my Drake Bulldogs, by the way. Man, Coach, I, w- I know you off air. I would love to see you at Iowa State, but uh, I appreciate your time. Honestly, best of luck uh, on the rest of this amazing season and much respect for all that you've done for this university and this city the past three years. Um, look forward to this fun ride with you and hope to have you back on soon, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Yep. Good luck this week. He is Coach DeVries, Drake Bulldogs, uh, Tavian Banks with the bank on it statement right after this. Let's go deep. You're tuned in to Go Deep, 1350 ESPN. Figured I'd go a little easy on Coach DeVries the first time meeting him. Uh, but next time I get him on, I, I really want to know if he'd be interested in that uh, in that Cyclone job. Not saying that it's open right now, but saying that it might be open real soon. I don't want to get him in trouble and make him make national news by saying, breaking news, Coach DeVries wants to coach at Iowa State. He never said that. I would love to bring that up next time. Uh, shout out to Coach DeVries, though, man, doing a great job with the Drake Bulldogs, now 21-2, and two, uh, coming off a big win last Sunday against Lo- Loyola in over- overtime, under 105 points in that game. I think the final score was like 51, 50, 50 something like that. Uh, and then a big win against you and I last night. Uh, also, shout out to my friend Katie Dietz, joining me about the Variety, the Children's Charity. <laughs> variety, the Children's Charity. Uh, telethon going down. March 1st through 6th on ABC5. Make sure you donate, man. and change a kid's life. Uh, so shout out Katie Dees for coming through. We'll have her join us again in two weeks. And uh, shout out to her for being a fun, uh, even though she's not a sports fan. Speaking of another non-sports fan, joint here with uh, former NFL scat back Tavian Banks. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Let's finish with uh, Coach DeVries, man. He's got a uh, a younger brother you might have heard of. Jarrett, you know that guy? Yeah. yeah, he's great, man. Great dude. Great teammate, uh, great professional when he played in the NFL and stuff, so doing great things. Yeah, over a decade with the Detroit Lions. I think he still holds the uh, sack record and tackles for loss record at University of Iowa. 43 sacks, 79 tackles for loss. So uh, if you got any oh, kids, yeah. there's some aspirations to live up to. Uh, did oh, yeah. he ever yeah. put a hit on you that you still remember? Uh, no, because I was, I was pretty elusive back then. Oh. So. <laughs> I like how you said back then. <laughs> back then, that's right. Back then. Uh, you see this dude, uh, you probably didn't see it because you're not a sports fan, but uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. of the uh, San Diego Padres just signed it. He's 22 years old, just signed a 14-year, $340 million deal. Now, it, it leans a better deal Woo. for the Padres, but man, 22 years. In on Pacific Beach, you know, knowing you got guaranteed, mind you, MLB is guaranteed money. Knowing you got three hundred and forty million dollars coming your way, what's the first thing you're doing? First thing you're buying? Uh, mom a house. How about that? that that's <laughs> what Frenchie said. A house for his parents. I, I Frenchie wanted to say prostitutes, but he was trying to hold off for radio. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, not for Tiger Woods, man. Not for Tiger Woods. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't think Tiger was buying them. No, well, he's 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 buying something. He's he's buying more than flowers. I can tell you that much. She might have thought he was she was the girlfriend that started as an escort, but right. it was enough to get his uh, windshield taken with one of his favorite clubs. So, <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, speaking of baseball, your boy Tim Tebow retired from the game of baseball. Uh, you know, and I say the game of baseball, meaning double A and triple A. Uh, yeah. But, you know, he was an all-star in uh, 2018 and double A and then moved up to triple A where he got dragged. Uh, but I believe his first at bat at Cherry event, he hit a home run. I mean, that guy was just mm. an athlete. What's your thoughts on Tebow, man? Um, Tim Tebow. Uh, uh, heard of him? me, just, yeah, yeah I heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Seven Heisman like winner? No. Obviously, he's a great, great athlete and stuff. Um, it, I mean, it's tough. Um, you know, transition after you haven't been playing it for a long, long time. Um, you know, so it, 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 again, he's got enough stuff going on outside of, you know, trying to be a baseball player. That I think that he'll do okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And he said that he, yep. he has a calling somewhere else right now and wants to be all or nothing, all in or yeah. not in. Uh, I don't know you if that calling is the got church. A calling for everything. I'm yeah, you. that's why I asked Frenchy, was he going to show up in uh, the MLS next, the National Soccer League? <laughs> <laughs> that's no, I mean, now. I don't, you know, like, it, it, to me, it, it, as long as somebody will pay you to, to right. try and do it, uh, keep keep trying. You know, because he's, <laughs> like, like we talked about like, earlier, um, he wasn't, us, a, us, oh, I'm sorry, know. go ahead. Uh, I said us as athletes, whatever the case, there's only a short, short uh, lifespan, so. You can get somebody to pay you to, to play a sport. Uh, go, you know, try and do it. Keep doing it yep. as long as you can. And Frenchie said he might have been one of the greatest college football quarterbacks. And I said more than, you know, he wasn't the greatest NFL quarterback, but more than a quarterback in general, Tim Tebow is a brand. That brand's going to make oh, money no sure. matter where he goes. For uh, sure. And for I think sure. he's up there with Romo as far as commentating. The SEC Network yeah. is happy to have him. Oh, yeah. He's, he's definitely, you know, honed his skills over over the years and stuff. So he, he's definitely, again, he'll, he will definitely be fine whatever else he does in life so it'll, it'll be good uh last week we touched on Tavian banks by the way joining us here on go deep i'm your host tyreek last week we touched on the ease of using banned substances in college and nfl without getting caught you know megacron now owning a dispensary um break this down for me a little bit without dry snitching is it just superstars who gets a heads up when testing is coming or does everyone kind of know when you're getting tested and if so <laughs> how <are you> caught? uh <laughs> I, I, okay, so <laughs> my experience <laughs> that that I've had, um, I, I will not name names or the team no, or anything that. like that, yep. but there uh, um, there was an instance where a, a head coach was letting players know in in one of our meetings that we had that a certain group was getting tested uh, in a couple weeks. Okay, so that happened throughout the whole. <laughs> also. So wow. you definitely know that you, you're going to get tested and or people are telling you that you're going to get tested. So uh, basically, like when you see some, some of these guys get caught and things like that. And again, this is like when I was playing back in my era and things like that. Um, so it's just they're they're uh, stupid for getting caught or whatever case, because you know when you're going to get tested. You know when it's happening. You know when it's going to get gun going to that is coming up next week or it's coming up on Thursday any of those types of things. So you're getting you're getting well in advance notice that it's going to be happening. Yeah, that's why. That's my question though. How are these idiots getting caught? How do these? Is, that, is it the same way in college? No, I mean like yes. Uh, some guys are just you know like they 
can't stop, won't stop. They take it up to to the limit. They take it to the limit. You know, like they think that they could uh, get it clean enough or whatever the case, you know, in the time frame that, you know, like is loud or whatever the case. You know, they, they might not they might not understand like, you know, like you can't you know, do you it a day weeks, before people. or whatever you need, the case. You need at least three to six weeks to clean yourself out of marijuana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Public service announcement. <laughs> Whether yeah. you work at Walmart or the NFL. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and college, is, college is kind of the same way? Uh, yes. And again, I'm, I'm talking about when I, when I was playing and stuff. You, you definitely were, were, you know, told um, when you were going to be tested. Oh, yeah. You I definitely mean, knew when it was going to happen. If it happened back then when you were playing, now that it's legal in, you know, 16 states, 15 states plus D.C., you know they're getting told. You know the strength coaches tweeting them or uh, hopping in the DM saying, don't forget, four weeks, homie, four weeks, put the butt yep, down. Yep, you know? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely are. Uh, all right, oh, I, yeah. got, I got a state-related question for the bank on the statement, so let's hop into that. It's time for Bank on It with former Iowa Hawkeye great Tavian Banks. All right, Tavian, my Iowa State Cyclones, and I say my with a lowercase m, uh, it's it's been a rough season for basketball. Uh, My Cyclones have three games left in the Big 12. Zero wins so far, 0-12 in the Big 12. Uh, Very coincidental. Um, They got Oklahoma ranked number nine this Saturday. They got TCU wins in the tournament in the conference uh, the following week, and then Baylor last game of the season. Will my Cyclones win a game in the Big Twelve? I'm gonna say they win one of these games. They win one of these games: Oklahoma, TCU, or Baylor. So either it's gonna be an upset, or they're gonna beat TCU because the other two would be huge upsets. Baylor's number two in the country right now. I'm gonna say they're gonna beat TCU. Okay, and follow up question. Will your boy Prome have a job at the end of the season? No, man. Well, I, I don't like people to, you know, like lose their jobs and stuff like no, that. So no one wants I'm to see that, but you also want to see my team win. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, he still has a job. He still has a job at the end of this. Breaking news, breaking yep. news. Tavian Banks <laughs> says Prome will keep his job after this season. Angry Mob headed to both of their homes right now. <laughs> uh, you think so, man? I mean, one one win in the Big 12, not against, and that's if they get this one win, not against Kansas. They didn't play, uh, you know, they haven't played well all season. It's not like they finished the season strong or anything. You think he can hold on to this? And it's the first year well, that I'm, we've been this bad. Yep. Yeah. Um, how long has he been there? Uh, this is year five, Frenchie? Five or six for a prome. Year five or six. Uh, the last two seasons, uh, in, in all his credit, he you know he started with Hoiberg's players. He got uh, players like Horton Tucker, who's doing great with the Lakers right now, and Halliburton. Uh, but they all left early, and some of them mm-hmm. shouldn't have left early. So it was he got the raw end of the deal. But I also think it's the coach's job to convince you not to leave early, convince you to play yeah. for, convince Niang to or Monte Morris to play that extra year. You know, it's yeah. it, it's a part oh, it's of the job. Yeah, I mean, but it's tough as a coach. You know, you don't know like some of these players their their home situation or what they're coming from and things like that too. And what made them, you know, uh, have the decision to leave and stuff like that too. Um, so it's just it, it's tough. You know, like uh, any type of coaching is very tough, and especially college or you know professional coaching is even tougher um, because there's not really good job security or anything like that that happens. So I mean, it's it's just tough tough situation. I, I again. 
don't like to see anybody lose their job. Nope, no um, one wants to see that. You know, so. but, uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> but I think, you know, I think it keeps it one more year. It's tough in the pandemic year and stuff like that, too. Uh, so I hope, I hope, he, I hope it does. Yep, yep, I, I agree. Give, give him another year. So he should have another opportunity. But, I, you know, I think Powers looking at it as, is Hilton going to be packed next season? And right now, I don't, I don't see that happening. If they allowed all fans back into Hilton by game three of this type of play, it's going to be an empty building after that. We'll see. And I, I think Prome, I think Prome might do the smart thing. I bet he's flirting with other teams right now too. He's looking at Wichita State like, "Ooh, girl, you looking good." Uh, <laughs> that, that's you, you know, we've seen that happen before too, where a coach takes a job before a somewhat of a lesser job, but just to save himself, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, look, Iowa State's always, you know, they've always had good basketball program stuff. Don't, you know, get down just because it's one one uh, bad season that's happening or whatever. So, hey, man. Man, I can't believe I'm saying that about Iowa State. Hey, well, you've so. seen bad seasons as a Hawkeye fan, so you know how I feel. At <laughs> 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 all time. <laughs> is, uh, am, I, am I wrong in saying that Drake is the best basketball team in the state of Iowa? Uh, right they're now? doing great. You know, uh, the Freeze brothers doing a great job. I, 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 mean, I, don't, I don't see anybody else that, that, you know, like I was playing very well this year. Uh, but I mean, like Drake just looks like, you know, a monster right now. Yeah. And Iowa looks like they're uh, slowly fading away into that Fran step back. <laughs> that Fran fade yeah, that yeah. Frenchie likes to quote. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's looking rough for your Hawkeyes. But I mean, there's, there's still a tournament. They're in the tournament. So. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, it's anyone's ball. Anything can happen. Yep, Anything can happen teams. when you get a tournament, baby. Next week, we'll uh, we'll talk uh, tournament predictions, man. Who we think is going to win out of those 68 teams on the bracket. We'll do a little bracket right. bracketeering over here. Awesome. Uh, appreciate you as always, man. Yeah, yeah. Start start watching basketball for me. There's there's a thing called <laughs> right. college basketball. Usually three four times a week. See if you can pick up a game. Right. Oh man, I got I got kids. I don't have time to watch all that stuff, man. Oh, I know how it goes. I know how it goes. Former NFL scat back, now father figure, uh, Tavian Banks. We appreciate you, man. We'll catch you next week. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Yep. Still to come, we'll uh, we'll open up those phone lines next hour. We didn't have time this hour. Uh, shout out Coach DeVries coming through, and my homegirl Katie Dietz with the Children's Charity. Coming through, uh, telethon coming up March first through sixth. Still to come in the next hour, three with your boy Frenchie, uh, and Dante will be joining us in the next hour. Anything else, Frenchie? Uh, we just gotta get some Iowa State people on. Yeah, a lot of Hawkeyes, and I'm a I'm a Cyclone. So and so today was kind of filled with Hawkeyes and Drake, uh, but Drake deserves that respect. Respect for uh, Coach DeVries coming through, and hopefully we'll see him wearing a Cyclone shirt next season. Is it him and Hilton? His son's coming to Drake. I don't think he's he's leaving anytime soon. His son can transfer with him. Is that not the blockbuster news? Would that make national news? Drake head coach and son transferring to Iowa State? No, because I think that's happened before. Can we we trade Prome? Probably not. Prome and a few recruits to uh, Drake for (laughs) him and his son. Uh, More coming up. Go deep. I'm your host, Tyreek. We'll see you in the second hour. He's going to go deep. And I mean deep. And I mean... Live from the Horizon Event Center studio, it's time to go deep with your host, Tariq, only on 1350 ESPN. Go deep. Always can count on to be real with us. He didn't have to name drop or say a team's name or anything like that, but uh, just giving a little, you know, the background, going deep into how it works with banned substances when you're an athlete. You don't even have to be a superstar. You got coaches that... Don't be dumb. You got a test coming up in three and a half weeks. You got a test coming up next month. Don't be dumb. So when you see players get caught, 
trust that they probably knew it was coming and then waited till the last minute and then failed beat it uh but appreciate tavian banks coming through with the bank on a statement he thinks my cyclones might get a big 12 win three games left oklahoma uh tcu a week later and baylor the last of the season three tough games tcu used to be an easy win uh you think we can still get one frenchy i think so i think iowa state still has enough talent to pick up that win over tcu i don't think they have any shot against uh oklahoma or baylor but we've seen weirder things from the cyclones over the years okay picture this let's let's just assume that pollard is leaning more on promos out than promos in we lose to oklahoma we lose to tcu we beat baylor in the last game of the season does that save prom's job or does it matter job somewhere else i really don't think that he's going to be out of a job gone, no matter man. what he's I, I really don't I've been one right. bad year i've one bad year, but you 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 lost a lot of the fans, and Hilton makes a lot of money. And for you know, when we go back to a hundred percent capacity, we need some faith. And it's not saying you got to hire a, a former player who is going to be a big name. One of our former assistant coaches, we had a couple of them waiting out there for us. You know, taking UNLV jobs because we didn't call. Uh, you know, there's there's opportunity out there. I I had this feeling about the Buccaneers about six weeks ago. I had the, this feeling about Drake six six weeks ago. I have this feeling six weeks before Prome loses this job that the this might be the last year for Prome, even if he beats Baylor. Even he, if we did miraculous. also have a feeling that the Eagles were gonna slip into the playoffs. Uh they did until they pulled their put their third string third string quarterback in in the last six minutes, which became the most controversial thing for the next month. So I mean, I was on the right track. And three out of four ain't bad, you know. Uh, but I, I have this feeling that Prome is is more out the door than he is and i gotta think that power is sending late night texts to some some <laughs> coach that he's flirting with and i think it might be unlv's coach and and there's connections there iowa state is now playing unlv in vegas uh this upcoming september you know there's there's been conversations someone's talking someone's talking between ad's so uh and and much love to prom i respect everything he's done i i think he's a great coach i think he can go to somewhere uh, and and get that team, you know, a, a mid-level and get them into the tournament and have a nice run again. We saw him do it with Murray State. We, and he's not done. You know, I think he and I think he knows that he needs a fresh start. You know, I think I've heard in his last couple of interviews where that 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 confidence is not there anymore. Him and his family know that, you know, we not, might, might not be going to Gilbert High School anymore. Uh, but much respect to him. And I, I hope, you know, the university or him don't think I've been bashing him this last couple of weeks. I'm just a, a fan with a mic. Speaking by other Cyclone fans who I've spoke with and, and others who I believe I'm speaking with, uh, that we're ready for a change and we need that boost in the arm, you know, and we never wanted to let Hoiberg go anyway. So uh, obviously he moved on and moved on and may not have worked for him or may work out for him, but we're, we know that this is the end of the road for Prome and I think he knows it too. I still think I should have gotten rid of him and brought the mayor back. Oh, I, I would 100% be all for that, but I think the pride between Pollard and Hoiberg will unfortunately stop the mayor from coming back unless Pollard goes off and takes the NFL job and and Hoiberg comes and be, becomes our AD. I think that's the only way we see Hoiberg back. I would love I would love for Hoiberg to come back. You know, he's I you know he's peeking across that border. He's over in Council Bluffs right now looking over like oh, man, I miss you Iowa. <laughs> so it's a beautiful place. I thought Omaha was going to be nice. I thought Lincoln was friendly. Uh but you know, I would love to see that happen. I don't think the the prides on either side would let that happen. Uh, it was kind of a, I wouldn't say an ugly breakup, but it, it wasn't what we wanted. So, you know, it's, you always have that feeling of when one person leaves and you weren't really 
it wasn't a mutual breakup. You, it's hard to uh, drop your pride and swallow your pride after that. Uh, but I think there's someone out there for us, and I just don't think it's prone. But, you know, maybe we'll, we'll keep reaching out to Iowa State and uh, see if we can get Pollard or Prome or whoever on and kind of back the case. Tell me I'm wrong. I would love for someone to jump on here and tell me I'm absolutely wrong and 100% chance that Prome is coming back. Uh, but I don't think anyone in the city of Ames can tell me that right now with, with a straight face and knowing that for sure. Uh, but plenty more to come. We got Dante Powell, comedian Dante Powell, joining us with the Big O segment. Love when Dante comes through the show. He kind of shoots and drilling through the arm of the show. Uh, this is Go Deep. I'm your host, Tyreek. Joined with my producer, Frenchie, who is now going to grace you with his D3 and 3, the greatest produced segment in radio. Can't forget the little guys. Don't forget the little guys. It's time for D3 and 3 with producer Frenchie. Three minutes dedicated to Division Three sports in the state of Iowa. We are going to get some. So again, going out of the state for a little bit, not too far. Um, going to the pride of Monmouth College in Illinois, Monmouth, Illinois. Um, former quarterback Alex Tanny, a guy who set all sorts of records when he was in college. 157 passing touchdowns in his four-year career. I That stat alone is just absolutely mind-boggling, let alone the fact that he also threw for over 14,000 yards in his four-year career. Ended up going undrafted in the NFL, but had a pretty decently long NFL career, all things considered, for an undrafted player. This guy just found a way to continue to bounce between roster to roster had one game where he actually got some playing time with the Tennessee Titans back in 2015. All he did was complete 10 of 14 passes for 99 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, not the greatest numbers, but that uh, final QBR of 113.2, nothing to scoff at, coming for a guy that was slinging the football for a Division three school without a scholarship. And then to come into the NFL and make an eight, nine-year career spent the last three years with the New York Giants and just retired this year and is now headed to be the offensive quality assistant for for Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, sir. Welcome home. And I think one of the biggest things that people know Alex Tanny for was in 2011, shots ended up uh, going viral, Uh, not just on YouTube and everything, but he was actually featured on an episode of Stan Lee's Superhumans because of the things he could do with his trick shots. And we've seen, you know, people like Dude Perfect. There's other quarterbacks that have kind of gone viral. We had the quarterback a couple years ago that decided to stop playing college football because he was making money off his YouTube stuff and knew he didn't necessarily have a future away from uh, football with uh, with his college career. So, yeah, Alex Taney, I think, kind of kind of gave birth to that trick shot viral quarterback. And uh, now going to be coaching up Jalen Hurts, maybe Carson Wentz if the Eagles can't get the right trade. But we'll see what uh, he can do now as a uh, coach of maybe comes offensive coordinator, maybe head coach one day. But uh, I'll get this getting started with a great career for uh, Monmouth College in Illinois. Yeah, man. And uh, Alex Taney actually is a good friend of my GM, Gary. And uh, Alex will be joining us. He has uh, said he'll be joining us in the month of March. Uh, We'll nail down some dates now, now that he has a new job. I know before he had to be careful on what he was going to say and what questions I can ask regarding the Giants, me being an Eagles fan. Uh, But now he's on the home team. So now I can trash the Giants to him and hopefully he can agree. Uh, But yes, he was known as the uh, trick shot quarterback. Uh, Great, great trick shot guy and gave birth to that. You know, now you see uh, 
guy named Destroyer, Destroying, uh, Donald De La Haye. Uh, he's a, he was a kicker for a university and he was forced to leave the team because he was making money off of his YouTube trick shots. And then instead of going pro, he decided to stick with YouTube. And now he challenges Tyreek Hill. He plays D-back or kicking or basketball and goes around challenging pro athletes for cash money on YouTube. Uh, but Alex Haney was the kind of birth of that. So respect to him. We look forward to having him on next month. Uh, good job, Frenchie. Uh, actually, a D3 and 3 that kind of caught my attention. You know, who knew D3 could be so fun? I mean, we had Ali Marpet a couple weeks ago. There's there's a lot of fun D3 athletes out there if you look hard enough. Yep. It's all in how you tell the story. And the D3 and 3 does a great job of telling the story. Uh, still to come, we got comedian Dante Powell joining us in about, what, 18 minutes, Frenchie? Something like that? than that at this point ah we're moving along moving along shout out to katie deeds joining us from varietyiowa.com also known as variety the children's charity uh also big shout out to uh coach devries joining us in the first hour uh from the drake bulldogs drake now 21 and 2 and in my opinion the best team in iowa if any iowa fans want to debate that 515-244-1350 that's 244-1350 we'll open up the phone lines here in about 35 minutes 40 minutes uh, 515-244-1350. Drake Bulldogs are the best team in Iowa. They're trending the right way heading into the tournament. They got a big win, a statement win this past Sunday in overtime uh, in, a, in a game where not a lot of points were allowed. They were and, able to pull it out. And see, a season four classic would have been a lot of fun. Oh, man. I And like he said, you know, I asked him that question. And obviously from the Drake and you and I standpoint, the big four is worth it. Iowa State, it's not because you take a loss in that in that game, it really hurts you. Whereas you take a win as a Drake or you and I, it, it really boosts you. See, in a lot of but, seasons though, they end up playing each other anyway. Yeah, they agreed, especially to have it in in Des Moines, which you know, Coach DeVries didn't mention. Yes, that's a home game for Drake University, boys and girls. Uh, but my favorite part <laughs> is you can drink. Normally at college games, besides uh, Johnny Orr's at the Hilton Coliseum, you can't drink at these games. And at Hilton Coliseum, I can be in a suite having a, a server bring me alcohol, having food, and seeing everyone, and still be downtown Des Moines while seeing my favorite teams. Um, and I think just for the I have to bring it back. It had to bring so much revenue to the city of Des Moines. And, you know, you say it's a home game for Drake, but let's be honest, that place is packed oh, with Cyclones red and show gold. Out. Shock, Cyclones show out. And I appreciate you as a Hawkeyes fan saying that, but Cyclones show out anywhere we go. I mean, they call Kansas City... Hilton of the East for, or Hilton of the South for a reason. Yeah, I hear Hilton South a lot. Yes, Hilton of the South. I mean, you go there to Power and Lights during the Big 12 tournament. K-State is drowning in Iowa State fans. Kansas is drowning in Iowa State fans. And then when you go to the game, you know, most of the K-State fans sell their tickets early. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Uh, they lose right away. And Iowa State fans buy up those tickets and invite their friends, more friends from the metro area down. Uh, so it's a beautiful thing as a Cyclone fan. I do miss the Big Four Classic. Uh, if you miss it, if you think Iowa is the better team in Iowa over Drake right now, 515-244-1350. I apologize for missing the phone calls in the first hour. We'll hit them in about 35 minutes. But after the break, Dante Powell, the big O, let's go deep. Welcome back to Go Deep with your host, Tyreek, live from the Horizon Event Center Studios. Welcome back to the program. Having a little fun. Katie Dietz with the... Uh, Variety, the children's charity, joined us earlier. Uh, let us know about their tel telethon and uh, how you can donate. A dollar a day could change a kid's life uh, online at VarietyIowa.com, VarietyIowa.com. Also, Coach DeVries of My Drake Bulldogs, the best team in Iowa right now as far as basketball is concerned. First hour, and uh, he has his son who plays at Waukee High School joining him next year on the team. 
I propose the trade from Iowa State. We give you Prome and a few recruits. You give us DeVries and his son next season. Um, we'll see if Pollard's with it in Drake University. I mean, Iowa State was in the Final Four for Tucker DeVries this year. Yeah, we do want to see that big four return as well. Uh, Join here with comedian Dante Powell. How are you doing, sir? I'm great, man. How are you guys? Doing all right, man. Uh, you hopefully didn't happen to see Mike Tyson wandering the streets of Court Avenue or Lifetime Fitness or anything, did you? I heard he was here and run into him. Um, he he was under the impression he was in Davenport. Yeah. So, oh no, no, no! Don't I have him coming on next? I'm gonna let him know you said that. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't care. What's he? What's he gonna do? Come back? I, yeah. Like he, he? He's here. He was struggling with the. He was <laughs> struggling with the cold, man. Like that's that's the great equalizer. Tell when people talk. Yeah, when people talk about fighting Mike Tyson, what they don't talk about is like setting the weather to negative temperatures. Out- outdoor <laughs> fight. Outdoor fight. Yeah. Kind of lifestyle. Just tweet him that you're in Cedar Rapids and he'll end up in Cedar Falls. You're fine. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, but leave my boy alone. Leave my he's gonna let the tiger out on you. How much how much would it take for you to go two rounds with Mike Tyson? I don't know. Like I 10, as 000? much as I could get it, no. Like <laughs> as, 50, as much as I can <laughs> No, it it would need to be like in the millions. It needs to be. Like I would, yeah, I want to set my family up because I'm probably gonna die. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like I, yeah, you're you're not gonna die, but you're gonna have a head injury. Have you seen Peter McNeely lately? He doesn't look the same since that fight. Yeah, man. Like people get messed up. I get it, but I like again. I there's I do other stuff that like if it put my family in a better spot, I I take it and just mm-hmm. do that and. Deuce out. Like, all right, I had a good run. Yeah, Bye. I know. <laughs> see, what I really want to see is an open mic competition between Dante and Mike Tyson. Because Mike Tyson does have some comedy chops. He's he was, got timing. He he's did the timing. Comedy Central roast a couple times. Yeah, he's got timing. Oh, we don't give him enough credit would, for his acting. I would love to write some jokes for Mike Tyson. I bet oh, yeah. I, I have a fun bit I do about Mike Tyson where I, like, I honest to God, you know the, the guy from Siegfried and Roy? Yep. They got attacked by the tiger. Yep. Like, I think that most people who own tigers generally end up getting attacked by tigers, but Mike Tyson, and I think it's because tigers only understand you if you have a list. So, <laughs> so like, they talk to each other. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mike was just like, don't bite me. And the tiger was like, oh, that's all you had to say. Like, or or Mike oh. gave that tiger a couple when he was younger and tried to bite him, and the tiger learned his lesson. Which would be that might also abuse, so be hopefully... something that Mike Tyson would have done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that boy is crazy. Uh, you see your boy uh, Tatis Fernando in San Diego, three hundred and forty million dollars for fourteen years, man, twenty two years old. So yeah, generally when you call somebody my boy, I'm like, I don't know this person, but <laughs> Tatis, what's up, my man? How you, you know, doing, boy? <laughs> that's not your cousin. You need to hop yeah. up in his DMs. Hey, second cousin. Uh, yeah. That that money, man. At twenty, MLB guarantees the money. MLB is ridiculous, right? They just throw out these contracts, and and it somehow it works out better for the Padres than where he could have just you signed know, a three year cr- four year deal. The craziest part of that whole thing is that they're paying him through twenty thirty four, and Bobby Bonilla will still get a check from the Mets a year after this deal is up. That's that the craziest thing. That's I've seen a player's about this. contract agent. Bobby's agent deserves everything. Him and uh, what's uh, is it Derek Rose that him and his brother gets. Either Derek Rose or Iverson, I think, or Marbury. Uh, their brother Iverson. Iverson, him and his family gets a, a check from Adidas like 30 years after he stops playing. Well, yeah, uh, actually, I think that's Derek Rose with Adidas, and then Iverson got it with Reebok. Okay, He's still yep. getting those checks. Yeah, those are. Why don't we see those baseball contracts? 
Well, I still oh, remember man. when uh, uh, Brett Favre was trying to make his first comeback from retirement. The Packers literally like, we will pay you $2 million a year for Go the next away. 10 years to stay away from the team. <laughs> yeah, just I wish someone would pay me to stay away. I need to start annoying people more. Uh, oh, boy. We'll, we'll get not, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you're not annoying in the way that Brett Favre is. He had some other habits that you probably don't want to get into. Uh, I mean, we talked about the Mets guy earlier sending like 60 texts on red. Brett Favre was yeah. doing the same thing, possibly to the same lady. I, you know, yeah. we, we know this happens all the time. Frenchie, even since we've been sitting here, I've sent off some weird, lucrative texts from his, <laughs> to whoever that is, mistress or whoever it may be. Oh um, boy! <laughs> yeah, you know, am I now that you're an Iowan? I can ask you this question. You've been here long enough. You're officially <laughs> Iowan. Congratulations! Uh, you yeah. probably probably walked out the house in shorts yesterday as an Iowan. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> would would uh, you consider Drake University the best basketball team in Iowa right now? Right now, I think so. I think uh, the the Hawkeyes kind of slid a little bit. Uh, guards are still doing okay, but I, I like man, Drake looks good. They do. Yeah, and, and Hawkeyes, for some reason, Garza's going to get his. I, I said that weeks ago. Garza's going to get his, and he's going to be pro, and he's an outstanding player. Uh, but the rest of the team seems to live or die by the three. They hit those threes, and they're blowing out teams. They miss the first four or five, and it's a struggle. The rest of the game, they lose their confidence. I've never been a Bohannon fan anyway. You know, I think he's a little... Me either, man. Like, yeah. And I, I want him to do well so bad, but he's, I don't. he's got some... <laughs> well, I, I said... Uh, yeah, <laughs> as a cyclone, respectfully. Have you uh, read? Have you read his Twitter interactions with Iowa parking? Though no, the parking enforcement, the University of Iowa, he gets taken time because he stay, has to stay like a little bit longer than like he's supposed to at his spot. But it's at Carver Hawkeye Arena that he gets ticketed. Yeah, well, pay a meter. I mean, that's my problem with Bohanna. He thinks he shouldn't be touched. But the rules still apply to you, sir. You gotta, you gotta. Okay, but we're, no, kidding, taking, kidding, we're kidding, taking kidding. athletes at the place <laughs> that they're going to perform and not I'm getting kidding. paid for. Hey, he's he's I'm probably kidding. taking bags of cash, you know, from boosters anyway. So no actually, one's paying Jordan Bohannon. No, he he's actually, yeah, yeah. That's the one thing I like about him, and he he is an advocate for pay, paying players. And I should just start taking these bags of cash because you guys aren't paying players, but I don't. Uh, so that's yeah, one thing I, I respect about him. But his attitude and not making enough shots to cover that attitude is beyond me right now you know uh, uh yeah i sh- just wish him the best deal i, ho- I hope he kills it <laughs> yep i don't um and respectfully <laughs> <laughs> respectfully as a cyclone fan i'm sure there's plenty of hawkeye fans 515-244-1350 who think that bohannon is the manning uh but not me not this guy right here french even thinks so i'm sure but 244-1350 we'll open up the phone lines here in about 24 minutes uh dante we'll get to the big o um but you see the story i mentioned it earlier vincent jackson uh on a serious note uh, passed away this past week in yep. uh, Homewood Suites Hotel. One, I question the hotel. Um, that man still has money. Uh, and two, the the sheriff's office, Hillsborough Sheriff's Office, is kind of coming out making statements, uh, talking about their friendship, speaking for the family, uh, speaking out of turn for the medical office, saying that we'll have autopsy results here in a couple of days, what we think is alcoholism and concussions that led to this. And then the uh, medical ex- examiner office coming out and saying, eh, no, it's going to be possibly a couple months, depending on the test. I don't know why he said that. Then family coming out with their spokesperson saying that guy doesn't speak for us. The sheriff's office doesn't speak for us. Is there something weird going on? Does this story have legs? Am I am I just trying to force something here? I mean, it, it definitely, um, it, it, it's just a little weird. The, the thing with the, the whole thing is it's, 
super tragic. And so when you Very. start from that place, you, you just have to remember that, like, whatever the situation is with, like, say, the, the sheriff's uh, office, that's a thing that, like, he's processing that trauma his way. Then you've got the family processing it their way. Then you've got the medical office processing it that way. And the thing of it is, though, some of those people have to process it professionally. So you, you can't be the sheriff and be out here letting your personal affection for someone put you in a place where you're unprofessional and giving out information you shouldn't that where so I don't necessarily think it's anything uh like evil or, or out of line or like anything crazy at play. I, I think that the guy is just unprofessional more than anything and it, it sucks when that's happening with such situation because right now there are people who want to mourn him, people who want to like honor him properly and because the sheriff did something from what seems to be an emotional place. He he put uh, the whole thing in this weird spot, and that that just that. Yeah, it's it's uh, well. One, he has four kids and a wife, so you know that's yep. the most tragic part is what he's leaving behind and young kids at that. Uh, but two, it, it just didn't sit right with me where these statements from the sheriff. The first one came through a newspaper, but the second one, he's on a radio show speaking about you know two right. days after he passed away. Uh, and, right. and talk about all the time and then they throw out these accusations of concussions and alcoholism, um, you know, which he, he may be right. But to throw that out on a radio show, you know, breaking news, I would have Frenchie hit the breaking news sounder on that uh, because it's it's disrespectful. It's crossing the line as the det lead detective on a case It's almost like they need to take you off the case because it's too close. Uh, but yeah. in, in a part of my mind, and maybe I just watched too much Netflix and docu documentaries, but I'm thinking this guy was with them partying the night before. Like this guy knows what happened. Like who, this guy left and came back and Vincent was no longer there, you know, alive. And he, he's now trying to backtrack to make sure everything leads up the, the right way. I don't know. Yeah, seems, that, <laughs> that's a stretch, look, but it gonna, seems like he's a part of something. I'm not going to tell you it's not possible yeah. because your crazy <laughs> stuff does In two happen. weeks we find out that's the story. <laughs> Yeah, that, oh my goodness, that will, that will be terrible. But yeah, I, I just, it, it really bums me out that, you know, like I said, it's a tragic situation that's now being made worse by the fact that uh, someone who whose job it is to be professional acted in such a, like, outwardly emotional way without thinking it through. Yeah, especially when it's someone's life we're talking about, you know. So again, exactly. uh, much respect yeah. and condolences to his family. Uh, in in all the Tampa area, I'm sure the Buccaneers, you know, they're they're celebrating championship, but they're mourning. Mike Evans was drafted with Vincent Jackson there as uh -oh. his mentor. Yeah. Uh, so you know, they're I'm sure they're just as confused, wondering too, like why is the sheriff on the radio? Uh, but props yeah. to, props to the radio host. I would love to get that interview. So Frenchie, reach out, please. Uh, we're gonna go to commercial soon, man. Your boy Tim Tebow just uh, retired from baseball. I don't know if you call it retired because he never actually made pros. He got invites to spring training. Made to did well, great actually in the trip and double A, and then kind of got dragged in the triple A and just retired after six years. Uh, was Timbo Tim Tebow the greatest college football player or football quarterback ever? Because that's what French is um, trying to possibly throw out here. I mean, he was up there. Vince Young was a little better. I also think Joe Burrow has mm, a case to be made there. Yep. And, um, and I think we're thinking recent. You know, there's got to be some. You know, some college quarterbacks, Flutie and. Just some of the numbers, but Tim, Tim to argue that he's not because he has the numbers, because he played the years, because he played in a system, dare I say it, a system quarterback that allowed him to run when he couldn't throw it or just only have to throw it 25 or 30 yards. Um, you know, Aaron Hernandez was his tight end and 
they uh cooper uh, riley cooper was wide receiver that's by grabbing 10 yard catches and taking them uh so oh he had he had uh he had so many weapons he had dude. a ton of like, i mean and, it, and that might have been they might have been weapons because of tebow because of the system they might have you know i think their drafts played with tebow but he made stats off of them but the best ever college quarterback uh, it's i don't know maybe i'm just hating on tebow's style uh but it, it's tough to put him in in that category but then i look at the numbers i'm saying man it's tough to take him out of the top three or five i look at this but you gotta, like you didn't even mention percy harvin who was like yes. next level L Stewart. yeah but yeah percy harvin was a beast yeah i look i'm just excited that now tim tebow can finally go do what he was called to do and that is porn so yes uh screech is now gone rest in peace so tim tebow's yep. gonna pick up that slack uh and it's is he still a virgin do we even care do do we know that wasn't he at i really don't care yeah. <laughs> i do i think it's important no i'm kidding uh no he hasn't I, look okay so this is some sec gossip i always heard and that is that that was a bunch of that was a crop yeah and tebow was leaving dna all over oh, Florida. No. he's all like, as if he was as if he was uh trying to get caught with Aaron Hernandez oh, is no. what I understand. Oh, no. <laughs> it really was Tebow time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the term team. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, I, I got to imagine, if I'm in Gainesville, University of Florida, possibly the greatest quarterback ever, I'm running through these streets, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let, let's take a quick break. Go deep. Uh, we'll be right back with the big old comedian Dante Powell. Joined here with uh, comedian Dante Powell, and I'm your host Tariq, with my producer Frenchie, trying to figure out his music levels here, confusing the heck out of me with that famous. Uh, Dante, we'll jump into these uh, this Big O. You ready for that, Frenchie? Let's jump into the Big O. I like it. Oh, oh, uh, Big O with comedian Dante Powell. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> the offensive player or defensive pl or offensive player or oddball of the week, Dante Powell, comedian. Go for it, sir. Yeah, man, this week we're going to do an oddball, but you know yes. me and you know I got to go through my honorable mentions. We're going to actually, it's, they're all last night, man. We're going to start with Naomi Osaka defeating the Williams in straight sets to get to the finals of the Australian Open. Beautiful work, team, defeating the GOAT. Now she just has to win it all. Uh, we also had Trey Young, three points, made assists. Hawks beat uh, the Celtics 122 to 124. Your boy, Joel Embiid, went off for 31, 11 rebounds and 9 assists as the Sixers beat the Rockets 118 to 113. Dame Lillard, my man, went off for 43 points. 8 of 8 from the free throw line. I love it. I love a perfect night throw line. That really makes me happy. He also had this go-ahead three-point play with 16 seconds left in overtime to get the Blazers a six-straight win, uh, beating my Pelicans. 126 to 124 but this week like i said we have an oddball the oddball is going to be chris doyle who resigned as director of sports performance for the jacksonville jaguars after being hired by head coach urban meyer my man was uh, also forced to resign after complaints were made that he was racist and abusive at the university of iowa so i just thought it was weird that we spent uh, all this time talking about more black coaches getting hired and the cycle not really looking out for, you know, Aryan staff or uh, Eric the Enemy or, or just any of the, the good black coaches that were out there. 
and uh, Chris Doyle a mere eight months after this scandal was hired by Urban Meyer and then forced to resign. I just thought it was an incredibly odd place that we were in uh, that this happened. And and do you you I kind of blame Urban Meyer for that. He, 100%. He thought he could get 100. away with that. Yeah. You know, he, this isn't this isn't college anymore. Urban can't just do what he wants. So, yeah, he should have known better. He should have done better. But uh, you know, Chris Doyle, I, I do think he deserves a second chance if he can find one that uh that's going to play where he can show proper accountability. And I think that's the thing here is that they just went out and did it. There hasn't been any real uh, reconciliation, no real admission of, of what he needs to do better and how he plans to do it. And when you when you can't even honor that, you're not going to get the respect of the players uh, that are coming in. These are grown men now, not, not young boys, college students. All I got to say is leave it to Urban Meyer to have a controversy or scandal within his first two months of a new head coaching job. Man, so disrespectful. You, you gotta love it. <laughs> so disrespectful. And I agree, he does deserve another chance, uh, but not not right off the bat for Urban Meyer at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Come on, go to uh, mid-tier D3 college, prove yourself again, earn the respect of those players, and then the next level, and then the next level. But, you know, yeah. I, even if charges were dropped or nothing was charged, it came out you you know between the bullying and the racism you gotta you gotta fall back and i and i, I feel that way with everyone morgan wallen even i i even feel like nick cannon as much as i love wilding out should not have his job back yet he you know he, he might have went to israel and uh you know made some great statements but we're also just showing that all it takes is eight months to a year and we'll forget about it and get you back if you have talent uh, and, well, again, you know. the thing with Doyle is I haven't seen, like, what is he doing to work? Nick immediately got to work. He did. That's one of that, you know, generally black people, when we when we make a mistake, if we plan to bounce back from it, we got to get right back to work, showing contrition. Got to overdo it. Yep. You know, yeah, but, yeah, I, I haven't seen that from Doyle. And like I said, I don't, I don't like, want him to suffer. I just think it would be nice if, if we had, instead of having the story be, he's just here to work. He showed up at the press conference and explained, you know, this is what I've learned. This is what I've got to do better. This is how I plan to appeal to these guys I'm going to be coaching now. Yeah, and and not not that first opportunity going right back to the – or a better opportunity. Yeah, and upgrade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and my favorite thing is like people are like, oh, this is cancel culture. It's like, no, these are called consequences. Yeah, I mean, Correct. cancel culture is just the name we finally put on it. What was it called when when you canceled Kaepernick? Was that not cancel culture four years ago, five oh, years ago? Man. Oh, no, that, that was racism. That's yeah, straight okay. All right. <laughs> so we're not canceling, you know? It's, it's almost like, you know, and rest in peace to Rush Limbaugh, but uh, the mixed reviews on his his pet, his death. I, you know, Rush Limbaugh disrespected anything I was associated with in life throughout his life and made money off of it and got a following to do the same, disrespect it. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm not mad at the people who made good riddance, Rush Limbaugh. Go hang out with the people that you made fun of for dying of AIDS or who who, you know, the black guy you made fun of who got hit by a car or killed by police or whatever it may be. Uh, yeah. You know, it. I see both sides. You never want to see anyone be lost, but, you know, people people don't forget. Let's just let's put it that way. And eight months and yeah. a better job, not a good way to uh, let people know you repented. Like you said, Nick got to work right away, but I still, I still think that just to teach a lesson to the next person who wants to say something anti-Semitic, uh, 
it's got to be more than a year. You can't just go back to MTV in a year. I don't care what you did. You know, we wouldn't get our jobs back like that quick. No, like I mean, ever. I might. You I might, might. You might. I'm, you got I'm, talent, I'm, though. Yeah. I don't. You know. <laughs> uh, speaking of talent, I'm looking at this. Uh, um, you know, I get these TMZ updates yesterday. Uh, Bam Margera is just going hard to try to get his following to boycott the new Jackass Four movie, and it's because he was kicked off set for not abide, abiding by the uh, conditions and rules, uh, whether it's coronavirus or drugs. Uh, the team from Jackass says they want to get him help. He's saying they're just kick me off. They're trying to take my power. They're not letting me on a movie now. Um, can we say it's safe to somewhat blame Jackass for Bam's addiction and not fixing it earlier? Because it's been going on for a long time now. This has been he was on that one of the realest shows I've ever seen on TV, Celebrity Rehab. You remember that show on MTV? I think I was, do. Yeah. yeah, one of the realest shows I've ever seen on TV. Never in my life have I seen on regular TV or cable TV someone sneak out of a rehab house, go buy drugs in a corner somewhere and then go into a hotel and they showed him putting a needle in his arm. It, it was crazy in the times, but these are celebrities. These are the guy who uh, sung that butterfly sugar, honey song that show Bam Margera. But this is like 15 yeah. years ago. This is 15 years ago, two, three jackass movies ago, uh, plenty of tours, plenty of opportunities to get your friend help. Now, all of a sudden you want to just kick them off and say, we want them to get help. I blame the whole party. I don't blame just Bam. Um, yeah, that, you know, it's one of those things where I, I just, I also want them to just get better. I hope they can find them help with, yes. you know, whatever he's struggling with. Um, that uh, quick story, the guy from that group, the things, the, the song you were just talking about, they did New Year's Eve at the Des Moines Social Club a few years ago. I do. And I hosted that. and I got to hang out with them. And let's just say that um, I'm, I'm not going to dry snitch on anyone. But let's just say that if it, if it wasn't for me uh, pulling some interference, he might have had a, a rough night uh, here, here, in, here in Des Moines after some unsavory showed up. Um, <laughs> no. So. so <laughs> no wingman? Had a grenade? <laughs> oh, man. I, when I tell you that the good people of Des Moines showed up uh, to, to take care of my man and I had to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, it no. was incredible. But, uh, yeah, Jackass, I don't know if they're necessarily responsible for, you know, Bam's use, but I, you know, I'm, I want them to be more responsible in his recovery. That would be nice. So I, at this point, they've got to be like 40s, 50s. Oh, on, yeah. What are they doing on Jackass? Now? Like, if they just eat spicy food and their body can't hold it anymore, like, their it's, bodies have got to collapse at some point. There's always new dumb stuff like, you can do. Steve Johnny o. Knoxville, I saw a picture of him recently. He looks awful. He's he? not aged well. He's always been the one that kind of, you know, was the the face of the group. So he was kind of the one that they didn't mess with his teeth or, or anything like that. But uh, he, you know. it, like, he just, his face was kind of sunken in a little bit and. Maybe it was because of drugs. I don't know. But Again, and they lost Ryan, who passed away a few years ago. That was the joke that uh, Amy Schumer did that almost made Steve-O cry, basically oh, saying, it's like, wow. oh, okay. why couldn't it have been you or something okay. like that? And it's okay. like, well, and, you know, and that, it goes back to our, you know, you're 22 years old and you have millions and millions of dollars and coming off of being just a, you know, a punk skateboarder or whatever you were before you got this money. And now you don't really have that guidance in your corner who ha who's had this money before who's saying, hey, let's chill out. You got to last. Instead, you're like, oh, man, $300 million, 22, San Diego, L.A. Let's let's see what I can get into. You know, so I 
wow, Johnny, he just showed me a picture of Johnny Knoxville. He does look completely different. He doesn't look bad by any means, but he looks completely different. He's almost yeah. 50. Yeah, he's, he's getting up there. He's got a little white that, in his beard. but, uh, that, but That's what I was going to say. Is it age or is it like age plus the crazy? Yeah, it's more age, I think. I, I think it's more than age, but he doesn't have like the same looks that he did 15 years ago. But he's starting to get to that uh, that bad grandpa look <laughs> that he had in the movie. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Frenchie. Did you just say Johnny Knoxville was ever good looking? He just called him good looking. Those good looks he had. No, oh, man. I mean, okay. We're going to get you on the next jackass. That's yeah. what we need to do. Because that was. I feel like there's a guy on there who looks like Frenchie, but I I don't know if you've seen Frenchie yet. Maybe we need, we'll get a billboard. I have it, But <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Johnny Knoxville and good looking. I, I'll give you this. He he has a rugged look. Yeah. He's, he's not ugly. Maybe. But man, to to come out and be like he's lost, I would have thought you were talking about Brad Pitt there. Yeah, you know, and, and so many guys in that group have partied hard and had their battles with uh, alcoholism or drugs or whatever it may be. Even Stevo, you know, has his his comedy set kind of includes some of that. But it, it seems like for the most part that we've seen, they've all kind of made that recovery through life and still know how to balance the jackass with the real life. And Bam just still seems to be on that spiral, uh, which is. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, it's tough to watch. It's tough to watch. As a fan of his old, uh, I used to love his MTV show. Uh, and, yeah. then, you know, to see this 20 years later, 15 years later, it's tough to watch. And so I, I hate seeing that, oh, the team wants him to get help. It's like, ah, you, you should have said that before it was TMZ News. You know, they had 20 years to help him get straight. So, yeah, a little disappointed in them. Uh, Dante Powell, comedian, I appreciate you coming through, man, sticking around with us and uh, bringing the big O. Finally bought an oddball. I think this is your second oddball yet. Uh, so yeah. keep keep them coming. I love them. One of these times is going to be Frenchy. So uh, you know, <laughs> keep rolling the dice. Uh, we'll catch you next yeah. week, man. We're gonna next week. I told Tavian we're gonna do a, a bracketeer. We're gonna do some uh, guesstimations on the NCAA tournament winners and brackets. Get that started. Yeah, man. It's that time of year. I'm excited. Uh, appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you soon. Go deep. I'm your host, Tyreek. We're gonna open up these phone lines this last 15 minutes after the break. Five one five two four four thirteen fifty. Five one five two four four thirteen fifty. It's go deep. You're tuned in to Go Deep, 1350 ESPN. Welcome back to the program. Shout out comedian Dante Powell joining us last hour with the big, or last segment with the big O. Uh, Special shout out to Tavian Banks. Always here every week, sometimes late, sometimes not. Uh, But he still shows love and gives us insight on the NFL world and college world as a player. Uh, So much respect to him. I mean, I, I think what he gives us and brings us and how candid he is with us. Um, go goes unmentioned and un, unnoticed. So I appreciate him. Uh, much much appreciation to my friend Katie Dietz with the Variety, the children's charity. Uh, online at varietyiowa.com. Telethon coming up March 1st through 6th on ABC5. Donate a dollar a day, 50 cents a day, a dollar a month. Anything you can do helps online at varietyiowa.com. And of course, Coach DeVries, uh, the man of the hour, man. Best team in the state of Iowa right now the Drake Bulldogs basketball team. Coach DeVries uh, able to join us now 21-2 and two on the season. Games left and their eyes on the tournament. But as he mentioned, they're focusing on the next game. And uh, I think that's the tough part to do when you know we got that itch, that 2008 itch, that Leonard Houston itch, that Adam Emenecker itch. You think uh, if Drake wins, say, two games in a tournament, um, are they star player getting a sandwich at Jethro's by the time he leaves? Ah, uh, we'll see. Their uh, leading scorer actually got hurt. Yes, uh, they've, so. they've had a lot of injuries, but they still win. They still win. Yeah, yes. I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I think it's gonna. There was so much love around that Drake team, 
And I think it's because they got the national respect that I don't think this team has gotten, unfortunately. We haven't had the big four. They haven't played their local teams. They haven't played the bigger teams. They haven't gotten the acknowledgement. They they started to right it towards the end of their undefeated streak. Uh, but yes, they nationally, they haven't gotten noticed like they should. Uh, but when they get a eight or nine seed in the in the tournament, you know, I think people are going to have to start watching, especially if they win one or two. You know, it's going to be a big deal. 515-244-1350-244-13. Let me know. Is Drake Bulldogs basketball team the best team in Iowa right now? And I think one of the big things, too, is that I don't think they care about the sandwich as long as they can get <laughs> into the tournament. And it's oh, going yeah. to be interesting. The Missouri Valley Conference has rarely ever Two gotten, gotten an at-large as well as the automatic qualifier. And it's going to come down... You know, barring an upset, because we saw a couple years ago, you and I and Drake love to take the other person out when the other one's having a great yeah, season. We we do that across state all over. Uh, but it, you know, I there's no doubt in my mind that they're at least going to win a couple of games in the MVC tournament. Uh, so to make the NCAA tournament from the position they're sitting right now, uh, again five one five two four four thirteen fifty two four four thirteen fifty. My opinion, Drake Bulldogs is the best team right now. My opinion, I just. Um, interview the best basketball college coach in the state of Iowa right now, in my opinion. And no disrespect to Prome, no disrespect to Fran. Um, love both those guys. Love speaking with them. Love doing events with them. Uh, I just think Coach DeVries, and I've said it since December, there's something about him. There's something the way he rallies his teams, no matter where he is. 18 plus years, 20 years at Creighton University as an assistant or a, a student assistant. He's, he's got knowledge. His recruiting is unmatched and he knows how to talk to kids like me. I, I was a, a idiot kid when I was younger and it would take a certain coach to come talk to me and convince me to leave away from mom's shelter, away from the neighborhoods. I knew my friends I knew to come play for a team and stick around. You know, I think that's been problems problem. Uh, problems problem is he hasn't been able to keep, get these kids to stick stick around. And so that's, that's uh, got some breaking news that Carson Wentz is headed to the Indianapolis Colts, according to Adam Schefter. Yep, I saw Yahoo Sports as well and ESPN News saying that he will be the starting Col- uh, quarterback for the Colts. Great breaking news there, Frenchie. Carson Wentz no longer an eagle, according to Adam Schefter. I thought it was going to be the Bears. He didn't want to go to the Bears, and that was what was holding the deal up. He wanted to go to Colts. Colts knew they can give less for it. Does it say what the deal was worth? Um, so it looks like it's going to be a 2021 third-round pick and a conditional 2022 second-round pick that could turn into a first. Oh, my gosh. So they wanted two or three first-round picks, and here we are with a third-round pick and a conditional first- or second-round pick. Yeah. Basically, the Bears were all in, and the Colts said, you know you can't get rid of them. We want them. Here's what we'll give you. But I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. We rack up draft points we could take a we could take a quarterback at we could take a quarterback at number six or we can take a wide receiver i'd rather take a wide receiver take a quarterback later see what hurts can do there's plenty of quarterbacks in this draft right now we can always move back in if we really wanted to but carson didn't want to be here anymore our locker room was a little torn i'm happy for him i'm happy he moved on um maybe our boy brian brayman will log on with the uh, colts or uh who was the was joined us that used to play for the colts uh naji Najee now with Jacksonville, but a free agent now and was with the Colts previously. So over union there. Frank Wright is there. That's great breaking news. Carson Wentz now a member of the Indianapolis Colts, according to Shefty, Yahoo News, and uh, Yahoo Sports and ESPN News. 515-244-1350. Is Drake Bulldogs the best team in the state of Iowa? And also, is Carson Wentz going to be successful as an Indianapolis Colts? I, I think he's in a good system for himself. 
I personally said three weeks ago that he's going to be the comeback player of the year next year. And I still want to stick with that. I, I don't see who else is going to take that. Dak Prescott, Saquon Barkley. He's got to get a contract first. Saquon has got to stay healthy first. Yeah. I don't know. I think with all the injuries that happened this year, next year is going to be the most hotly contested comeback player of the year ever. I, I will say one thing. Last year, I made money off of Cam Newton when he first went to the Patriots. All his figures were extremely low. I'm talking eight touchdowns for the season and 15 or 20 interceptions. I would go take those money lines for Carson Wentz right now and those prop bets of how well he's going to do it. I would take the over on all of them because he's going to start every game. He's going to have a running game behind him. He's going to have a legit defense. And I think, you know, and no disrespect to Tom Brady, but I think uh, Tampa Bay showed us that with a decent top five defense, and you can take a top 15 quarterback and go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Indy's defense. Xavier Rhodes, Justin Hughes, some of these vets they brought in last couple of years are going to be free agents. They don't have to pay Xavier Rhodes. They can go out and draft a D-back yeah. and be okay. He he had a great comeback season, actually, after having a bad season last season with the Vikings to come back on the uh, Colts. But I think they can replace them. They have a lot of young players on rookie contracts. But yeah, I agree. They have some free agents they need to make a decision about. And I think Rhodes, if they can bring him back on a cheap like one- or two-year deal— He's a good veteran presence. He's been to the playoffs. He's won games. At the very least, he's always in rotation. And he's probably willing to take less money to stay there, especially yeah. now with a quarterback. I mean, they were a playoff team almost uh, this past year, with, or they were a playoff team with Phillip Rivers, who we know don't does not do well in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so good for Wentz, man. I, I, I applaud the move. I wish the Eagles would have got a little more, but I think everyone else in the last week knew that they were getting desperate because the Bears wanted him and were willing to give up a lot for him. But Carson Wentz wasn't wanting to play for the Bears. And you never want to start a relationship like that. You never want to force someone to be your girlfriend. Yeah. Frenchie. FYI. It's against the law. So uh, good for Carson Wentz. Great breaking news. Adam Schefter letting us know that Carson Wentz is now a member of the Indianapolis Colts. My pick now for comeback player of the year next year. I called it a couple weeks ago. So let's make sure we write that down. Earmark it so we can play it back for you later. 515-244-1350. Also is Drake University or Drake University the ba best basketball team in the state of Iowa. It's Coach DeVries, the best basketball coach in the state of Iowa. My 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 heart says yes. I, I know Prome has proven himself. I know Fran has proven himself. I know DeVries is trajecting up, but I'd rather ride the DeVries train. If you if you had to pick one coach for your Iowa team, for your Iowa college team, which one would it be between those three, basketball? Well, if we're talking all basketball coaches, college coaches, I still got to go Lisa Bluter. For Iowa women's team. She's got the most tournament success of any of the coaches in the state and was able to talk Caitlin Clark into staying in state. And all she's done as a freshman is average 27 points a game and is going to be the next star for the Hawkeyes. Caitlin Clark is a, is a beast and their coach is a great recruiter. And uh, if I was to include all of them, I would go Billy Finley. I, I'm a little biased. Uh, in the fact of Ames, but also just the consistency over those years. It's mm. kind of like DeVries being at Creighton for 18 years. Uh, I, I don't I can't remember a time when Billy Finley was not the coach of Iowa State basketball. And I also can't remember a time where they weren't at least in contention for making the tournament. Yeah. And that, that consistency is hard to do. But I agree, University of Iowa. But uh, I was just thinking of the, you know, Drake men's basketball team, Iowa men's basketball team, Iowa State Cyclones. Uh, those three, mainly with Iowa and Drake, because those are kind of the hot teams right now. I would still pick Drake as the better team. Again, I think Garza is unstoppable. He's going to get you his, your 30 and 10, 30 and 12. Um, but I think the Hawkeyes live or die by a three. And 
it seems to be dying as the legs get tired throughout the season. Uh, and Drake Bulldogs seem to be, you know, they, they battle each game and you get scared on those games that they should win. And it's weird to see them, you know, favored by 16 and a half one night and then play the same team and favored by 21 and a half after they just cut a close one with the same team. Uh, but they, they pulled off the wins, only two losses. And so for that reason, plus more the chemistry through adversity with COVID injuries, uh, Costa Vries is 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 my my pick for the top coach in the in the state of Iowa. And we got to give some love too to Ben Jacobson at you and I. You yeah, know, they had a tough season though. I, they've had some injuries. AJ Greer, that's a huge loss, but um that's the guy that's a recruiter, getting, great recruiter. Um Cole I, Henry, Austin Fife, AJ Green, Bowen Bourne, all these guys that were huge stars in high school. Do you think you and I will stick with Jacobson? if they have another season next year like they did this year. I think so because he does have that past tournament success. The dude's been there forever. That's 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 a gift and a curse, I think. You say you've been there forever, so we're consistent with him, or two losing seasons is it time to get a little boost in us because we've we've made runs, but we haven't had we've had those two big ones, I think, in the last twelve years. Uh, of you and I making a I mean to a big be win. fair, in the Missouri Valley conference, sometimes that's all you're able to get. Yeah, we- I agree. And he, like you said, he's a great recruiter. Uh, got your boy from Norwalk as his freshman, who's going to be great by the time next year rolls around and the regular season happens and fans are in the crowd. Uh, but 515-244-1350. We got just a few minutes left. I think three and a half minutes left. 515-244-1350 is Drake's team in Iowa as far as men's basketball is concerned right now. Uh, especially in CDs, my homegirl, Variety, the children's charity. Online at VarietyIowa.com. Coming in and let us know about their team uh, through six. Um, and Coach DeVries, of course, we've been talking about him coming through in the first hour. Tavian Banks, always keeping it real with us, letting us know that he, you can technically get away with being a pothead in college or NFL without getting caught because you know when tests are coming. And, you know, Megacron pretty much told us that, Megatronic, as Frenchie likes to call him, uh, told us that last week in his interview with ESPN.com. But Tavian pretty much affirmed it. He wanted, didn't want to put out names out there. I didn't want him to dry snitch. I just wanted to know what the culture is like. Um, and I got to imagine, he says that's from the 90s when he was playing, but I got to imagine things have evolved even more where I can hop in your G- DMs, Frenchie, and say, hey, idiot, test in three weeks. Don't be dumb this week. You know, and uh, appreciate the honesty from Tavian. Uh, never can get, you know, you can't get that from anywhere. So uh, so one of the other big things we talked about today, Fernando Tatis with his 14-year contract. I don't think a lot of people realize, just in their mind, what exactly 14 years looks How like? How much can change in 14 years? Yeah. Take us back. 14 years ago, 2007, was the year the Mitchell Report was released in baseball with the 100-plus names Ugh. on the steroid list. Niche fest. It is when Mitt Romney and a uh, guy from Arizona, I can't uh McCain. Yeah, John McCain, Woo! Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, all of them announced their Yahoo! candidacy for president. No comment. Popular films included the original trilogy, Spider-Man 3, okay, Shrek the Third, the mm-hmm. first Transformers, we've had like six cents, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, which was the third one. They're working on a new series now after two other movies. Yikes. The final Harry Potter book is published, and the fifth movie was released. There were three more movies, and it's those movies have been out for nine years now. Um, you forgot the stock market crash of 2007. I mean, yeah. I, I moved to California in 2008, and I moved into a pretty uppity uh, golf community in Seascape, Aptos, Santa Cruz County, California, and everyone was 
off of that dot-com boom and then losing their money. So, I mean, that yeah. was huge 14 years ago, and we're back at it again. Yeah, and then just other popular movies that came out that year, I Am Legend, Ratatouille, The Simpsons Movie, and The Bee Movie, as well as Ocean's 13. Ocean's 13. Okay, well, 14 years. I mean, I wish you would have touched on some of the technology that's changed. The first iPhone. In 2007? Yep, and they released the iTouch with Wi-Fi. Yep. The iTouch is not a thing anymore. That's why I remember moving to Silicon Valley as Apple was blowing up and the first iPhone was coming out. Uh, We appreciate everyone that came through. Go deep today. Um, We'll be, I think, next week or the week after the rock band Firehouse will be joining us. They have a show coming up March 19th at Horizon Event Center. Tickets online at horizoneventscenter.com. That's Firehouse. They'll be joining us, at least two members of the band, I believe. Uh, And also we have... uh, a concert announcement coming up next week. So stick around for that. 